Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia good morning and welcome into Breakfast on SENZ with Izzy and Ricardo. Morena, Izzy, how you doing, brother? Oh, back. We're back, baby. We're back. Oh, it's good. Good, man. Yeah, I couldn't sleep last night. I don't know. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm sleeping pretty well, but yeah, I was up at two, three, Ooh, four. Yeah. And then I rolled out of bed at about four and I was like, oh, well, ready to rip in and Get up to date with what's been going on. I'll be completely honest. I switched off. I don't even know what a TV looks like. <laughs> what is TV? Television? Is that what it means? Oh, mate, yeah, it's been one of those. It's, it's been a decent break, it's got to be said. I mean, last time we were on air doing this was uh, exactly a month ago, the 22nd of December. And uh, I, what, what have you been up to, Izzy? I know, I know you went back to the Hawks Bay. I know you went to Gizzy. But what, what, have, what have you been up to? Oh, I didn't get back to the Hawks Bay. Sorry, I got a growling from my dad and get back Ooh, there. So he's whoops. a bit, uh, he's a bit, uh, bit angry yesterday. But that's all right. I'll get back there. I've got to get back and see see the far now. Uh what do I do, mate? Uh, look, as soon as we got off here, I flew to Gizzy and pretty much turned the phone off and just relaxed. It was so good, mentally refreshing, and just yeah. Like, got up at, oh, it was crazy. I, I usually sleep in around this time of the year. And I usually take six weeks at this time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and I took four weeks. And after two weeks, I was like, man, I've been, I'm pretty bored. Like, I'm ready to, <laughs> ready to rip into it. It just, it goes a lot faster when you're actually making use of the days. You're yep. enjoying the days. I was getting up at 5.30 every morning, going to the gym, getting a coffee, going to the beach, jumping in the water, and just starting the day off. And, mate, we camped. We went on adventures. We went fishing. We went hunting. We ate good food. And, mate, probably the best summer. The best summer I've had in a very long time. The reason I say that is I actually made memories. I made memories this summer. Uh, with the kids and seeing them grow and excel and oh, look, it was, it was it was very very refreshing. I, I'm fresh. I'm ready to rip into another big year on SCNZ breakfast. But like I said earlier, I watched zero sport, mate. It was so good to just switch off the phone, switch off the social, and just enjoy the moments. So, mate, I'm I'm ready to rip in. How was your summer? What did oh, you get up to? I must say, yeah. when you walked in on camera, yeah. and, and good morning to you all out there, 
listening in on SENZ. It's great to have you. We want to hear from you throughout the day. 0800-150-811. Give us a call. We've missed you. I've missed you. Some of you have given me a bit of stick throughout the summer, and I love it, uh, especially you, Brett, from uh, from Huntley. But, uh, Rick Dog, you walked in. Mm. You look you look young. Do you I look, look handsome. What? Have you? Your hair's slicked back. You're clean-shaved. You're looking trim. Oh, well. You're looking smart. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? I have, uh, I've been doing a whole heap of nothing, mate, to be honest, um, and I've I'm, I'm been loving it. So, uh, no, it's been good. I, uh, I've been going You've been to, geeking, though. I've, You've been geeking. I've been geeking. Yeah, well, not, not just <laughs> geeking, but doing lots of stuff for the family, you know, going up to Omaha a few times, going to different beaches, doing stuff like that. But uh, took my daughter swimming, you know, go to the pools, go to Westway, mm. do that sort of stuff. But... Going back, I've been boxing yeah, all the way through, didn't stop. So I've been nice. doing that, been going back to the gym and uh, been going for walks and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I wanted to I wanted to take my head out. I, I find a, a real good escape and a real good switch off to read. And, um, I know. I'm Let half, us know. I'm halfway through, what are we, the 22nd of January. I'm halfway through my eighth book of 2024 <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> 22 days. And you've read eight and a half books. No, seven and a half. Seven ha- and a half. Halfway books. through my eighth book, yeah. So you are a very fast reader. And, and let's talk about the genre, the topics. Mm. So what are you specifically reading at the moment? Because I'll be honest, I read one book. Mm. Which is and good. I'll be honest, it's good for that's you. my fifth book ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mix I, it I up, read, bro. I read The Tattooist of Auschwitz, which is a sad read mm. about the, the German. The war and, and the concentration camps, but um, you're halfway through your, your eighth book. So, mm. what have you read? I read Billy Idol's autobiography, which I got for Christmas, mm. uh, which which was good. I read uh, a horror uh, book by Alan Baxter, who is an Aussie author I really like as well. So, I read that. Uh, I have read what else have I read? I, I have read um, there's a fantasy series I really like by a guy called John Gwynn, who's an English writer. So I've read uh, book two of that, and I'm halfway through book three of that series. And each of those is like 750 pages each, like they're, they're proper tomes, those. Uh, and Billy Connolly's autobiography as well, mm-hmm. um, Ramblin' Man. So, yeah, I mean, it's just some of the some of the stuff that I've that I've managed to, to chuck, chuck away on. A guy called Joe Abercrombie I really like, just uh, released a book of short stories, so I smashed that out as well. Awesome. Well done. I, I love – look uh... – when I say I love, I, I, I had other priorities when I was um, going through summer and going through life. But over that summer break, I, I, nothing better than just getting uh, going and, and relaxing in the chair while the kids are having a fish or whatever they're doing and just sitting away and reading a couple of chapters. And I absolutely enjoyed it. Just I always wondered why people would read so much. And they always talk about immersing themselves in this book, feeling like you're in it and, and amongst it. And I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Like, your imagination's a bit wrong and a bit wayward there <laughs> if you think you're actually in the book. But I got in this book. When you're into it and you're, you're reading into it thoroughly, you're getting through it, I actually loved it. It's, there's nothing more soothing than, than reading a book and finishing an actual book. So if you've got any recommendations, mm. please send them through on double eight double three. For for myself, um, yeah, I'm going to make a, a goal of mine to, to read thoroughly throughout 2024, um, put some goodness into the mind. Uh, I probably won't read eight books a month like you, Rick Dog. You reckon you can keep that up? No, 
Nah, I don't think so. Because I'm not going to have... <laughs> I, well, I'm just not going to have the time, right? Like, for four yeah. weeks, I've had nothing to do. Well, you know, yeah. like, no, no other priorities, so I've, I've been able to spend the time. But, yeah, so it'll it'll slow down. Same happened last year. I think I got through about six in January, and then I'd, I tried to set myself a goal of 50 for the year, and I got to 29. So, yeah, definitely there were there were times where it slowed right down. Uh, but there you go. There you go. But uh, awesome. I, what that means, I think, Israel, is that we uh, we haven't watched uh, – like I've watched a couple of games of football and I watched yep. uh, a bit of UFC, but that's it. Mm. I've watched hardly anything of anything else. So we kind of need updating, don't we? Mm, mm. We do, we do. 0800-150-811. You're out there. I know some of you will – have a day off, Michael Holdsworth. He's in Wellington, like my brother. They got Wellington anniversary, so everyone in Wellington will have a day off. Um, but yeah, give us a call, enlighten us of what's been going on over summer. I'll be honest, I watched a bit of racing because I won a multi. Well, you yes. won a multi. <laughs> you heard it here first. Tell us you the heard story. It here first. I won a multi on Boxing Day, and I lost a multi as well because <laughs> the final week leading up. To Christmas, we're on here, and all I heard about was this horse called Magnifique, Magnifique, <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. So I chucked that Magnifique into a multi with a couple of others, and this multi was going real good. It was a four-legger, and I got three legs, and I got a couple of roughies too, and I was like, sweet, Magnifique, pound of dollar seventy is going to get me paid to win this multi. I could have cashed out. No, 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 no. You go all this way, you go right to the end with Magnifique. With Magnifique, I don't know what's happened to that horse, but uh, it came last. And it was thrown its head around, and I lost that multi. So that was a pretty pretty sad moment. I think it was about the 23rd, 24th of December. I won't, I won't forget that moment. I remember exactly where I was. <laughs> I was with my mate, and I said, I'm on here, boy. My shout, my shout, and I lost. Whoa. Anyway, Boxing Day, I come through, and I'm not going to claim it. The one and only Bears, Skip McCullum, sent through a tip. A four-legged multi. Yeah, thanks for passing we- it on. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, his multis are cold, mostly. Yeah, nah, fair. All the time. <laughs> They're well off. <laughs> but this multi came in, and I followed it, and I got paid when Molly Bloom came through on Boxing Day and got up by a lip, and that was my final leg to win um, win some cash on. And you know what makes it, makes it even be a uh, sweet, uh, bit of sweet? Yeah. $50 bonus bet I got, and I put it on with the bonus bet, and I got it. Got the got it got it paid. So outstanding, outstanding. Wins. That was the only success I had over summer, and well, the only thing close to sport that I watched. So please come on, enlighten us. Yeah, let us know what have we missed. What have we missed over the last four weeks? Uh, we need to know because uh, you know, like I said, we've been switched off as he's been camping. I've been reading. <laughs> what what have we missed the last four weeks? Let us know. What, the, the one thing that we need to know that has happened in the last four weeks, double eight, double three, or 0800 150 811. We need to know what we've missed out on over the holidays when we've been switched off. But you weren't switched off over the weekend, is it? You switched back mm. on for the weekend. So mm. what was your simply the best? Ah, uh, look. Certainly the best. Pl- plenty happening over the weekend. I-, I definitely watched the Black Clash, which was, uh, well, it was sad, really. 
It was sad. Rugby looked like no chance of winning. What was going on? Absolutely shambles. They needed me out there to provide my one run off four innings. Anyway, um, <laughs> that wasn't my simply the best. Simply the best for me would have to be Stephen Alka. Stephen Alka, just a, like a just a journeyman in terms of golf. Never won anything. Just, just grinded his way through the PGA. You know, and, and never got any results. Was a fine golfer in his time, but probably didn't get the recognition that he deserved. But Stephen Alka won his eighth event on the PGA Championship. His eighth event. Uh, he won it in Hawaii, 25 under. He was second twice there. 25 under. 25 under. Look, the course and the conditions were probably question marks because no one in that field shot over par throughout that tournament. <laughs> but the simply best moment of that performance will have to be hole seven in that final round. He hit the driver down the middle and he slices the hell out of his second shot. And anyone else, anyone else has played golf. When you slice it, you got no chance. You got no. You need, you need to go buy a lotto. Well, Stephen Alka pretty much won lotto, won three hundred forty thousand US dollars. But this shot went right, and it was going into the water. It hit, dried up lava. You know, hit hit magma, whatever it's they as, call it. As lava, you do, as you do and when it, you're playing in Hawaii. Yeah, and it hit this lava, and it bounced over the green. And it rolled past the hole, and it left him about 20 feet for eagle. Well, what does Stephen Alka get up and do? He drains the eagle putt. And that is hole seven. That could have been a huge swing in regards to the tournament. But in the end, he wins by four shots wow. and goes on to win his eighth event. So that, for me, is uh, simply the best. Stephen Alka, who is actually coming back to play at the 103rd New Zealand Open in Millbrook at the end of next month, and I'll be there. So it'd be good to see Stephen Alka. Um, but, yeah, that's my Simply the Best, Rick. Nice, is he? Yeah, it is good, Simply the Best as well. You're actually looking looking like you're about to go play golf with your, uh, what's that, par, par, par birdie cap on? Oh, oh right, we're keeping that. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Daisy doesn't know. All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, my Simply the Best, uh, you mentioned um, the black clash and yeah you're right mm. it, was, it was a foregone conclusion after cricket finished batting um, that, that I don't think rugby were ever going to get near it but I've got to say the standout performer for me for uh, for the team rugby was Ruben Love great with the mm. bat 47 off about 20 uh, and yep. how about this catch Boucher again oh that's very nicely lofted by Hopkins Outstanding catches you will ever see. Unfortunately, it was over the boundary. That was sensational <laughs> from Love. It was a great catch, though, wasn't it, Izzy? It was a great it catch. Was, it was very good. He is very athletic. And, and yeah, he was one of the standouts on the weekend for sure. Uh, and I love it. He's a showman. He's a showman. He took a couple of catches, and uh, you can see he was doing that dance. I have no idea. It's NFL esque like. So, um,. But, mate, yeah, one of the great catches that wasn't meant to be. He wouldn't look far. He actually was dating Melee Kerr back in the day. He's a pretty fine cricketer. I think his father was a very good cricketer. Right. Um, he was he was New Zealand under-19s, I think, or even love. I think he played wicketkeeper mm. for the New Zealand under-19s. So um, he's obviously got a bit of ability. Yeah. What about that cover drive? He gets down on one knee 
and just cover drives it through the covers and just holds the pose. It was probably the, the best shot of the day. But outside of that, Team Rugby had nothing. Because, you, you, you know, Daisy was like, Andy Ellis, man, he's good. He's good. He's nearly going to win it for Team Rugby. I said, Daisy, Nathan McCullum is bowling wobblies. Watch him. He's bowling at about 10 metres in the air. And just putting it on a platter. Well, but to be fair, some of the uh, umpiring uh, was 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 very much help trying to help Team Rugby stay in it. And when oh, I yeah. and when I saw that they needed what thirty from the last over, and the first three, well, the first two went for six. I'm like yeah. Nathan McCullum is deliberately trying to get us to a super over here. Yeah, hundred percent. They're trying to make a game of it. Like you get Kyle Mills who's swinging it from all areas. You know, and bamboozling the team, and then they only give him one over. Yeah, well, Kyle, Kyle Mills was the assassin, eh? He was like, I don't care. I'm just, I, I want to skittle people. I want to skittle people. And then they're like, nah, mate, nah, 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 nah. The greatest thing. Well, how how cool would it be to be Riley McCullum, oh. Brendan's son? Yeah. You know, he, he catches um, a, a Kieran Reid out of Jonathan Thurston bowling. <laughs> He get he bowls to Brian Lara and gets him stumped. Yeah, Brian Lara probably um you know should have been out earlier without that <laughs> dubious no ball. But um yeah, like Riley McCullum, he had a day out, man. It was it was cool. It's I cannot believe it. And I know Mark from Tauranga was there. He sent me a message, um and and it looked awesome. But that that sells out. You watch that, and then you watch the Black Caps, and it's like how's that sold out like bank to bank. Mm. And there's seats galore in the black hats. Oh, look, I just don't get me started because I know New Zealand cricket don't uh, don't agree with it. But uh, yeah, there you go. 